Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the LC and Jack Radio Show live from New York. And now, here are your hosts, LC and Jack. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the LC and Jack Radio Show. We see your boys, the LC and the Breadman, holding it down. Give us a shout here in the studio at area code 347-843-4738. Up close and personal, Urban Talk Radio. Well, we thank you again for joining us for another edition of the show. It has been a great 2015 to start. Another start is just rolling here. And... Um, we appreciate you dialing in and uh, listening to the show. So uh, make sure, again, if you want to give us a call, you can. Area code 347 What is the word there, Brett? The word of the day is unibrow. Swish, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Coming of well, age. Coming of age. That that's what's good. That's what's good. I tell you, man, it's one full swing. Now that uh, the Super Bowl is done, football's over with. We can start focusing on NBA basketball. So, uh, for all those people that's in the Northeast, they know that New York City will be front and center here next week as the NBA All Stars come to New York City. And um, we actually have some callers there, Brett. So. Uh, why don't we uh, bring them right on up? Yes, sir. Thank you for calling in to the LC and Jack Radio Show. Who we have on the line? Hello, live and direct. Well, I think we <laughs> might have lost our caller. So uh, why don't we go to our next caller, Brett? All right. I know he is there. I just got finished talking to that caller. But uh, why don't we go to our next caller? Are we there? Oh, there we go. Live and direct. Who do we have on the line? Yeah, Mr. Rick Hooks. The bread man's partner. Yes, Ricky Hooks, baby. What's up, baby? What's up? How are you all doing? We're doing excellent, man. We look cold, but we're doing all right. Okay, that's a beautiful thing. As long as you're all right and breathing. <laughs> that's that's what's good. What part of the country are you calling in from? I'm, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, so it's so the yeah. weather is what in the fifties, forties, sixties. Oh, sixties. Okay, all right. So you guys are not used to this uh, single digit weather that uh, we have well, we up here in New York. It. We're used to it, but we're used to it. <laughs> 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 I'm used to Cincinnati, so I'm used to it. Oh, okay. 
weather shorts on. That's what he got down there. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, sixty weather short weather shoot. Mm-hmm. But that's that's what's that's what's good. So, uh, you coming up to New York for the NBA All Star? Yes, I will be in New York for the NBA All Star. Oh, that's awesome. what's good. Awesome. That's what's good. Some of my clients and um, a lot of my friends. So you know, you'll be up there. Yeah. Well, definitely, we definitely got to catch up. Myself and the bread man catch up with you when you're in the NYC, and um, and uh, you know hit some of the spots because I know you, I know everybody's gonna be around and about having a great time next week, and that's what it's all about—the All Star for everybody to kind of get together and and, and kind of enjoy themselves. Got the uh, slam dunk three point competition, so we got all that come on, on coming down uh, next week. So okay. with that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we definitely yeah, got to catch know, up. With- I know, I know, I know a little bit about that. I used to be pretty good back in my day, a little bit, you know. A little bit, man. Stop understating yourself, man. You was a dumb daughter back then. Come on now, come on, Rick. Huh? Up. I, I'll blow you up. <laughs> what, what, posi- what position did you play? LC, LC. If we didn't have three point line, he was still shooting three pointers, man. Swish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, baby. Ricky was the man, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, Ricky, tell us a little about what you do and you know, some of the, if you can, some of the clients you work with. Why don't you tell the audience that? Well, uh, what I do is put deals together as far as the NBA players, NFL players, uh, some major league baseball players. Basically, um, a consultant, a book, and a basement. So a lot of those guys are real smart guys. They have projects, and we we basically raise money together to put pursue a project to put it together, to put it out in the corporate world, so they don't be broke after five after five years after they get this player. So we have a lot of people that's very interested in that concept, and a lot of companies from building hotels or social media, healthcare, that can go on, you know. So you know, it's been a blessing. It's been a great. Great ride, you know, and it's still, it still it gets better daily. So, no, that's that's so what's good, huh? No, no, I've said that's what's good. Uh, you know, um, I appreciate those individuals that are that are doing it, and you know, we we express that to our listeners or all the different guests that we have that come through on the show is that whatever you want, and in order to be successful, you got to work hard. There's nothing that comes yeah. easy. Nothing no, no, at not all. Free. Not at not at twenty fifteen. You gotta work hard and you gotta use your connections to whatever you got, you know. We live once. So give yourself an opportunity and chance. It's not about you playing ball. It's what you did, what your legacy is, is how many people you helped along the way while you were playing ball. And how many people you influenced. And that's what's good. So why don't, why don't you hang on the line? We got a uh, special guest who's, who's who is dialed in, and um, so our guest today, Brad, uh, was the man in the middle, led the NBA in blocks, was twice voted to the All Defensive Second Team, and an NBA All Star. We're so welcome to uh, and, and happy that uh, we have on the show, Mr. Theo Ratliff. What's going on there, Theo? Everything good, man. How about you? I'm in the volleyball world. 
So you're not used to the uh, single digits that's up here in New York. Nah, not quite, but, you know, I did go to school in Wyoming, so I just seen a few single digits. Woo! Ain't, ain't no clouds in Wyoming, man. Wow. Uh, you, you're right. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we stand above the clouds. <laughs> it definitely is chilly. So, so Theo, um, you, you had a, a, a very very distinguished NBA career. What did you like most about being in the NBA? Um, I mean, I just, I, I love one. Um, I was a major part of the Players Union for 13 years. I was vice president. I loved it. The inside business that went on and that I learned about while I was playing the game. I mean, that was, that was really exciting, you know, just just to learn that part. And then, of course, playing the game, you know, going goes without saying, you know, blocking shots, helping my teammates, you know, just playing with AI, playing with all the guys, playing against all the, the top athletes in the world. I mean, you can't beat that. You know, a dream come true. You ain't lying about that. And it's, there's only 12 on the team. So exactly. It's, it's, it's not too many. It's, it's very difficult. To, to make an NBA, I don't think a lot of people realize this. It's not like football; we got fifty it's like and change. Less than one, yeah, it's like less than one percent of, 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 of players can make it to the NBA. Wow! So, so it's like point something. So it, it's very rare. So it, it's definitely a blessing when you get that opportunity, especially as long as I played, you know, in the league. It was definitely a blessing coming from where I came from. And so tell the listeners uh, about being in the NBA. Was that was that ultimately what you wanted to do? If you were not in, I should let me ask you this: If you didn't play basketball, what 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 was what what did you want to do? Oh, businessman! You know uh, that 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 was always my ultimate goal. Um, even before basketball, I wanted wanted to be an executive, wanted to be a businessman, uh, entrepreneur, owner. You know, or something. <laughs> you know, right. where, where I was in control. So that's and, right. And that's and, and through basketball, I've been able to make that dream come true. I tell you, man. Uh, like you said, it is a blessing to uh, be- become a professional athlete. You know, there's so very uh, few individuals that get that opportunity. What? What? Um, being a center. And what would you say was your biggest highlight, uh, biggest block, let's say, or, or biggest uh, rejection, and against what player was it? Well, I mean, any any time you can, when when the, when the team has the ball at the end of the game and it's and the clock is ticking down, is five, four, three, two, one, and they go in and they try to get the layup and you and you stop them cold turkey. You no, know, we'll block to end the game. Anytime you had those type of games, I had had that game on Jermaine O'Neal a couple of times, um, and a few other guys. But definitely, uh, remember. <laughs> Don't be modest remember, now. 
I remember that one specifically because, you know, Indiana was kind of like our rivals. They was like our Achilles heels in the playoffs for years. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. That's what I like to hear, man. I love seeing the highlight films of all different type of rejections. And uh, I, I, I don't recall the one, but uh, I saw you in there several times just saying, get out of here. Get out of here with that. Get out of here. As the center of the defense, is your job to control what goes on in your plane. And that's what a lot of the great centers did. That's what the great shot blockers do. They control how people come into their paint. They come in very cautiously. <laughs> who, who was, who was uh, and you had a lot of different coaches throughout your NBA career, which I think is a great thing because you get a chance uh, to get a different perspective of the game from different individuals. Who, who from a coaching yeah, perspective? But, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can say that, but uh, I would I would have rather had Phil Jackson and, uh, <laughs> and Larry Brown my whole career. Oh, but, okay. Uh, but okay. it was, uh, I mean, it, it was definitely a, a, a great, great to be able to play in, in so many different cities. You know, you, you think it's you know it's a detriment, but I made a lot of connections and I utilized the time I was there in order to, you know, help a lot of kids and get to know a lot of different people in different areas and to, to make some friends. I mean, so, you know, it goes, it, it, it's definitely tough on guys when they get traded, but, you know, I've learned, I learned that, you know, being traded to a different team that presents a, a different opportunity for you and a different, different uh, challenge to be able to, trying to help that team excel and also try to continue to grow your network of people that you are uh, associated with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like I said, yeah. uh, uh, I, I thought that, uh, you know, uh, you know, being able to, uh, like you said, being able to go to different areas, learning and uh, getting that experience because everywhere that you go, uh, things are a little different there. So, uh, I believe in every day is a learning experience. Uh, different different places you go, you learn and pick up different things. So I definitely agree with you, Theo, in regards yeah, to that. Sure. But you, but you you mentioned Larry Larry Brown. What was so great about Larry Brown? Well, I mean, he was a he was a perfectionist, and that's why a lot of lot of people don't get along with him, so to speak, because he drives you and he drives you to the point of where. You feel like, okay, I got it, <laughs> but he continued to drive. So he that's where he kind of rubbed a lot of the guys in the wrong way. So that's usually why he only stayed with us. He, he, he would only stay in place for maybe four years at the most, and then he would have to, to move because you would hear about so much turmoil and stuff within the team by trying to deal with him because, like I said, he's a perfectionist. And you could be winning every game, and he will find a way to make it uh, a negative. So, so that's that's what he did a lot. And like I say, over years, guys get you know guys get kind of tired of it, and they want to try to move on. But he's definitely great at what he what he does, and he knows the game. You know, like you know the back of your hand. 
And so so he was a, he's a Hall of Famer. He yep. Did it at the college level. He did it at the NBA level. He might ABA. I don't know. He might have even did it all over the place. He probably mm-hmm. went overseas coaching it. In the uh, in the summertime too. So so uh, when you have a, have a coach like that, coaching is his life, and he he lived to teach uh, young guys, and that's why I'm glad to see him back in college uh, doing his thing. And you know you, you can look for something special to come out of SMU as long as he's over there um, in a few years. So I hear that. A couple yeah. couple quick ones, uh, Theo, before we let you run. Tell us, tell us, uh, and these are quick ones. Best NBA player during the time you're in the NBA. Um, well, I mean, you know, I was around when Jordan was around, right? <laughs> well, that doesn't mean you agree with it, but uh, you know, you could have a different right, opinion. You know, I was around when Jordan was around. Right? <laughs> I was a part of one of them. I was a part of one of them '71. <laughs> so, so hands down. There's no comparison in Michael Jordan. Well, right. well I, I mean, you had a chance to see him front and center. Oh, and, yeah. And, and, and what, what, I mean, and I'm sure you had a chance to block some of MJ's shots, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah, he but, won't let you block his shots. I, I, I've never really seen him get his shot blocked. The whole time I watched him play, he was a master of, Deceiving the defense, <laughs> so mm-hmm. he, he mastered that. I never really saw him get his shot blocked. The whole time I've ever watched him play, I don't even recall it. Him getting the shot. Blocked. He would mm-hmm. always maneuver the ball if it was to the side or up and under. I mean, he had so much different game. I mean, it, it, he was just a perfectionist on on scoring that basketball. So, like I said, I never seen him get a shot blocked by anybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, MJ, yeah. which you won't be alone. You know, there's a lot of other people that uh, concur with you that uh, MJ is definitely one of the greatest um, uh, of all time. Who would you say now is is one of the best players in the league? Well, right now, I mean, of course, uh, LeBron James. Um, but I mean, you you got you know what I what I love about what's happening like this year. I mean, you got guys like uh, Anthony Davis that that just came out of nowhere, you know, from being you know he's a pretty good player, but now he's become a, a MVP candidate. Uh, Stephon Murray and and that old Splash brother Clay Thompson crew. I mean, you got so many different guys, and then you look at the guys in Atlanta. I mean. They really just show you how much a team can help prevail, you know, as far as when they're playing in the game. A team is much bigger, bigger than stars, and, and that's that's something that I'm, I'm glad to see that's coming back in the game, and that that's what the San Antonio Spurs preach, and that's what a lot of his disciples are, are putting in the game with their coaching, because I think it's probably about 10 of them coaching different teams now. <laughs> so, I agree. I so agree. It, it, looks, it looks it looks looks great for basketball. Well, the center with the position that you held down and, and did your thing, it seems like uh-huh. it's not we we don't see those great centers coming anymore. Why why is that? 
Well, I mean, my focus from junior high has been on the defensive side of the basketball. But, I mean, you, you have have good centers, but most of the centers now groom themselves to be outside players because that's where you get the most prestige if you can put the ball in the basket and and you can you can play like that. I mean, I think you got a few good great good centers that's coming up out of college, which is rare um, these days. You know, with, with a lot of the Kentucky guys and um, guy in Duke, it's a few guys you know that that I'm, I'm watching and, and seeing a lot of potential for guys to come into the league and make a big difference. Uh, but like I said, you got everybody's trying to trying to shoot three pointers. Um, yeah, everybody and, wants to be a three-point guy. And, and seven, seven foot tall and, and really don't know how to get down there and bang a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I want to see the low post game, baby. I want to see yeah. guys just, just just taking it to the hole, bang. Yeah. You know, I miss yeah. I miss you guys, yeah. man. It's, I miss Yeah, it's going it, it, to come back. I mean, I it's, it's, like a lost, it's like a lost start, man, the big man, to yeah. be able to low post yeah. and, and, and do your thing. Yeah, and I think if the White Side kid, if, if if he can keep if he can keep going like he's been going, he's definitely uh, gonna be a dominant player. Uh, he he's been a surprise to everybody, you know, because he he's a, he, he's been a journeyman from overseas, and and it goes to show if you just have perseverance and he had some little attitude issues and some growing pains that he had to had to take take care of, but now. He's in the NBA, he's thriving, he's doing well. And you know, hopefully he can just keep that up. But he's definitely a big guy. Um, I definitely see can 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 change the game for the Miami Heat. And that's a yeah, yeah. Well we'll definitely see up you know, we're I'm a big Knicks fan up here, so we struggling. You know? <laughs> Man, y'all need something up there for free. <laughs> We gotta get that pail in pitch. <laughs> we struggling up here. We we, we could use you, Dale. I tell you that, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all gonna be all right, man. That's the struggle. Y'all got my man Phil Jackson at the helm. Yeah, he gonna put it together for you. You think so? He gonna make, he gonna make sure y'all get it right. I don't okay. know. Oh, you got you got yeah. a lot of confidence. They, they, they're starting to get nervous up here about Phil. Hey, man. hey, he only been there what a year? Not even, not even. You know how it is in New York, man. We want hey, something like yesterday. Hey, hey, if that's all you got to work with, you got to go get some. You got to go get some players, man. Hey, Theo, that, that's what that New York Minute is all about. That New York Minute ain't no joke. <laughs> yeah, I know how New York, New York, Philly, they, they, run, they run neck to neck. Yeah. You already know how they run. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that I New York mean, Minute ain't no joke. But they have no choice but to be patient right now with what they got going on. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that. Well, Theo, you coming yeah. up here uh, to New York uh, next week? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, of course, I'll be up.
and we're going to be doing the St. Jude's, and I have a children's book, anti-bullying book, that I'll be giving away and reading to some kids at the hospital. So you're always on the give-back mode. That's that's what's good. That's what it's all about, trying to give back. Yeah, so we definitely... uh, uh, so you're going to be giving out those books. Is the, the, for the listeners that we have, and for those that just tuning in, we have NBA, um, the man in the middle, as I say, that was holding it down, Theo Ratliff. Is there any way that uh, our listeners can reach out and and uh, get a copy of that book? Oh yeah, you can. You can. All, you can always go on Amazon. Um, it's uh, Theo the Hero. Theo the Hero. Theo the Hero chronicles my younger days of being tall, skinny, and lanky, and people trying to bully me. <laughs> and how I combat it, you know, how my mother told me how to to combat the bully. So it is a great book. The kids love it. Great illustrations, um, the whole nine. So. It's a lot of fun, you know, always giving back and, and talking to the kids just about anything that can help push them to be better people and to be, be productive citizens you know, as they grow up. I agree. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy you talk about, um, no, sorry I cut you off there, Theo. I'm happy you're, t- you're talking about uh, bullying because it's not something that's new. I mean, I, you know, they're talking no. about it a lot now, but. I mean, this is something that's gone on for such a long time. So, uh, and um, you know, it's good to to get perspective from someone like yourself that, yeah, that kind of went through that and and made it through that. I, I think all kids go through that to a certain extent, yeah. some worse than others. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I definitely feel like it, it, it's it's a topic that has been around for a long time and you know nowadays with all that social media and cyberbullying has, has, has made it that much worse and, and you can tear people down by your words you know a lot of people say sticks and stones may break my bones but words may never hurt you but words do hurt and when they're the wrong words yes. you can encourage somebody you know with your words and do better and be positive about yourself. But when you when you're constantly battering people and saying negative things to people, you don't know that it's it's not just you. Maybe not. It might be not just you saying it. But if there's ten other people saying it at the same time, and they and they and they nagging someone about something, um, that sends kids over the edge. And you know, I've heard the countless of stories of kids trying to commit suicide and and, and different things and, and it's, it's touching when you hear you in a, in a room full of kids and you got 10 of them that have tried suicide which is crazy to me you know to be able to want to take your own life but it gets that bad for for a lot of the kids and if they don't have an outlet a uh, way to reach out and know that other people went through some similar things then you you leave your kids out there, you know, um, just with no guidance. Yeah, when I hear about that, I agree with you, Theo. When I hear about someone killing themselves, I'm like, I love myself too much 
to take my own life besides, you know, having my children and living really living for them. Yeah. But and, and, and believe you me, most most people do think that way about themselves. But at, at the end of the day, um, the ones there's a lot of them that that don't or can't combat that because they might have a bad family life. Anything might be going on, but if it's magnified by someone at school or wherever, the rec center, um, sending them over the edge, you know, their mind is, 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 is very simple, you know, so you can go either on a positive route or you can go on a negative route. And you go down that negative path, there's no telling what you do. You're right. You're right. Uh, self-esteem and when you've been beaten down and you don't right. have the support system, like you said, exactly. you know, and anything can, negative can happen to you. Uh, yeah, you, you bring up a very good point. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. But, so, you Theo, know, always, always just trying to, trying to bring a positive aspect to just life in general and try to help people. I was a, I was a helper on the court by helping my teammates when they made mistakes or they man got past them and I take the same type of attitude when it comes to being in the community and helping the kids, especially in the underserved community. Yeah, and I tip my hat to you. I mean that's that's one of the sure. themes that we talk about on this show. And uh right. so happy to hear, you know, great individuals like yourself, you know, as you grow as we are, we grow we take right from the from the community because that's that's what's there for them. But uh, as we get in a situation where we could give back, now you have those individuals that can take advantage of what you have to offer to help them propel them to the next level. So, to me, that's what that's right. what this is all about. And uh, yep. like I said, a tip of the cap goes to you uh, for being able to do that and and being. I hate to say a role model because I uh, you know. That word is used loosely, but uh, but but that essentially that's what you are. You're a role model, and um, you know we appreciate that. And we um, want to find out before we let you go. What else you got? What else do you, does uh, Theo have going on these days? You have any businesses? Um, tell us a little bit about what else you have going on. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been I've been in, in the real estate game probably for ten years. Um, on on a few partnerships with hotels, um, Courtyard Marriott, Hampton Inn and Suites. Um, just do several several different things. Always looking at deals. Um, have a team team of guys that I work with, and we kind of sort through deals. Rick is actually one of the guys that help uh, kind of put together some put together deals, um, shop them around for wealthy individuals. Um, I mean, just just try to do do things that's going to be uh, one, uh, legacy projects, um, and, and two, that's going to make some money. Because you know, it's all about you know, helping people making money and having fun while you're doing it. So, I mean, and that's kind of my whole motto. And that's what I, I continue to try to push for. All right, and that's what that's, and that's what's good. That's a good recipe, right there. I like that recipe. Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
I agree. Uh, success comes as, as you give, you get. You know, yes, so, uh, and that's what it's all about. Brad, what do you got for Theo before we let him run? Yeah, I just uh, want to say thank you for uh, coming on the show because you know we as fans of yours back in the day, we never knew uh, what an awesome brother you are. So we found out, and I'm I'm happy to have you on the LC and Jack show. So we see another side of Theo Rattler. That, that's an awesome thing, man. I appreciate you no coming problem. on. And, uh, I appreciate sharing, it, man. sharing your knowledge, man, because we, we never knew. We just seen you up and down the court, blocking shots, you know, dunking or whatever. And that's all we knew. So this is yes, a fact. Sir. Yes, sir. For us to even know more about uh, you you as an individual, and I appreciate that. And uh, Happy New Year to you. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. And, and like I tell people all the time, I mean, yeah, you, you see us running up and down the court, and you hear about all the parties and different but it's a lot of guys, you know, within the NBA and, and the league that do a lot of great things and definitely try to give back in the community as, as best as possible. But those things just don't get highlighted at the parties and the women and all the other stuff that does. So um, I say I always try to commend my brothers for being able to give back in the community and always push for more. Um, yeah. And we just continue to try to try to build and, and try to help, you know, as much as we can because we have that platform to be able to get to our kids. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. No problem. Yeah, that's what's good, Theo. Hey, Theo, you have any shout-outs or anything before we let you run? Shout-out to my man, Rick Hooks, who got me on the phone. Yes, sir. Making, big, making big things happen in the ATL. <laughs> <laughs> All over the country. <laughs> My man Rick is live. He yeah, he's with he's with us. Go ahead, Rick. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. yeah he's still on. Where's my business yeah, partner? I, 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 I was on the phone. You talking about that jump shot? I was, man, you ain't never played no basketball, man. You see that walk that man got? Hey, man. Hey, come man. Hey, come man. You see that walk he got? Hey, I got some video. I got to try to dig up some videos from back in eighty in the eighties, man. That's flicking the wrist. That's flicking the wrist. Wait, that's what he is. I'm about to, to take him out back and see what he's doing. Hey, <laughs> 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 and, and, you know, those days are you gone, baby. What we do now? If we see, see jumpers, we are brave now. That's what we do. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and I like to get. I'd like to give Ollie a shout-out. I'd like to give Theo a shout-out. One of the best brothers I know on the planet. On the planet. Yeah. So, Greg, you've always been a good brother. And, LC, I look forward to meeting you. So, you know, thank you for having us on the show. And, oh, um, no doubt. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's some great things that's, that's, that's happening, and it will continue to happen. So uh, part of what we like to do on the show is to uh, – you know, let the audience learn more about individuals like Theo and yourself because there's more than just, yeah, he's an NBA player, but he's a human being. And there's a lot more to an individual than what he does for, for a living. You know, that's one aspect. And then there's other aspects of it. So uh, we appreciate that insight that we could give our listeners because we get tons of email. I want to be the next Theo Ratliff. I want to be the next whoever. They have no idea the hard work that those individuals had to do, but that they are appreciative and give back when they can 
to 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 the community that was there when they were coming along, and that's yes, what sir. we try to do yes. on this show is is to kind of give back to the individual, let let the kids know, and as well as the adults, you know, it's a two way street. Yeah, you know, we can't just take take take. You know, we we have to be able to give back, and that, that's part of what we uh, we do on the show. And uh, like I said, we appreciate guests like yourselves that come on and really just prove our point. You yes, know, sir. and that's what it's all about. It's the power of radio, and it's the power of the internet. Yes, sir. So we, yes, sir. We, we we thank you, gentlemen, for taking time out of the busy schedules to uh, to get the message out, and that and that's what we try to do each and every week. Uh, on this show, cool, and uh, with that, with, with that, I, before you gentlemen go, and um, we didn't get a chance to get into it in, in my uh, quick uh, opening of the show, but this is Black History Month, and one of the individuals I wanted to spotlight, and uh, this week everybody was talking about Tiger. He had a big, big comeback, quote unquote, but. It would never be a Tiger Woods without Charlie Sifford. Charlie Sifford was the one that uh, opened the barriers for, for for blacks to be able to play golf. So uh, this week on the LC and Jack Radio Show, we big up. Um, and every week we try to point out some individuals that may currently be breaking down do- doorways, but maybe did in the past as well, because without the past, we wouldn't have the future. Or the now So Charlie Sifford He just recently passed away Our um, uh, Actually last week I believe last, Actually this week He had passed away uh, But again uh, Charlie Sifford Is allowing those That Tiger Woods today And the future Tiger Woods To be able to play On any golf course In this world So Big up to Charlie Sifford For doing what he did On the golf course at 92 years old, um, thank you so much. Is there any anyone in, in particular uh, that you feel that you kind of looked up to, or kind of to cleared out some barriers to you, or, or Rick? Was there any anyone in particular that you would say, since we're talking about Black History Month, it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, uh, someone that what we know, but is is there anyone? Uh, well, I mean, of course. Um, of course, Martin Luther King. I mean, I I grew up in Alabama, and, and my mother and, and and grandmother and uncles they were a part of the actual movement of the mm-hmm. civil rights movement. So, um, got a lot of history, you know, from uh, from them and wisdom from them from going through that movement, and just makes you appreciate, you know, the things that you you're able to do today is because mm-hmm. they sacrificed. You know, they sacrificed for us and fought for us to be able to, you know, to be able to sit and not have a, a white and black counter and, and white and black water fountain and, and being able to come through the front door. Just simple things like that that I think just doesn't get taught enough, you know, within the school system and also at home with the kids, you know, that they definitely understand how much sacrifice that the people before us and during that movement, what what it meant to um, just Americans in general to be put on an even playing field. So um, I think that that's definitely uh, one of my favorites. No, that's what's good. 
Any, hey, Rick, anything in particular for yourself? Well, I think uh, I'm going to have to think about Mr. Robert Sonny Hill, which well, none, of, none of you guys would know him, but he was one of my best friend's father. He was the first black mayor in a, in a, in a town where I came from in Ohio, right? And he, showed, he just showed me the hard work and taught me about the racism stuff, you know, and that you got to deal with all kinds of people in all walks of life to, to be successful in this world. And he taught me that as a young age, and I, and, I, and I look at it now as, a, as an older man, and he, and he told the truth back then. So I looked up to him, I think. And besides, you know, Dr. King goes, speaks by himself, you know, with all the struggles that he went through and the stuff we're still going through that President Obama is still going through as this day, as of today. So I agree. Yeah, it's, it's a, a never-ending battle. And uh, the gentleman, hey, I can't argue with any of the gentlemen that you mentioned. And you know, I think, too, this movie Selma being made just to um you know our youth just being able to see visually what happened right. during that time exactly. exactly you know and you're yep. you're from well, down in well, alabama well, so yeah. you had a good picture uh theo yeah yep. bloody sunday and actually they, they have the anniversary um this summer my and my mother's a part of it uh called it, uh jubilee they do it every year and you know she she's told me about it i hadn't been able to get down to it yet but I plan on making a trip down there uh, to Jubilee Days um, where it, she say it is awesome to have to be able to cross that bridge and to, to relive um, what they went through and have you know great speakers and different things to, to kind of give you the whole visual of what, what went down and like you said with the movie Selma uh, being a huge success and a huge uh, tool in order for kids to understand, especially kids from that's not from the South area, kids up North that doesn't really get to touch uh, or see, you know, the Civil Rights Museum in, in Atlanta and different places like that, to really get a great visual and an understanding of what their struggle really was. Yeah, yeah, no, and and thank you uh, for sharing that. Being from Alabama and, and and sharing that, I mean, you know, it was a different different time in the South than in the North, as far as not that it was. Uh, again, this is from I'm learning this from people that we um, around here at that time. They not being exposed to that, um, but uh, you know, just getting that experience, saying, hey, it was a big difference. For being in the South than the North, huge difference. Yeah. So uh, yeah. we appreciate that uh, that education from someone who who was who was there. So uh, I tell you, I'm just glad that uh, we are making progress. But um, as they say, you can never forget. You never want to forget your history uh, because it's doomed to repeat itself. So I, I think that's why it's so important that we recognize Black history. Um, really all all 12 months but specifically black history month I, I i think is key because you know the focus is that and um we we got to continue to let these kids know that uh we've been without without us this 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 world wouldn't be where, where it would be and hey we got to keep that front and center so with that well, said true, true, true. uh yep yep with that said Theo we thank you so much for uh, taking some time to uh, spend with us again 
Uh, we wish you continued success in all your endeavors, and uh, hopefully we can catch up with you sometime next week uh, here in New York City uh, during the NBA All-Star uh, okay. weekend. Okay, yeah. I'll definitely be around, so, yeah, we'll definitely link back up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks. Thank Ricky Hook for uh, making this all possible, and long-time friend, man. You know, it was a godsend because I was in Atlanta, and I seen Rick standing there in the club. I'm like, wow, I haven't seen this brother in 26 years, man. So from that, this is where we are today. I just want to yeah. thank him for, for being where he was at at that time, and, and now we're here. I appreciate it. Love you, brother. Yeah, yeah, you too, congrats. Man. yeah congrats there, Rick, uh, for all that you do as well. Uh, for every, and I believe this so much, um, you know, and this really applies, to, and I, I'm going to let you guys go, but really, um, you know, for, for every successful individual, there's a great team around them. I don't care who you talk about. There could be someone that you don't know, but he's very successful. There's a team of people uh, that's there to to uh, continue to support them as they succeed. So, uh, you know, big up to you, Rick, because you make that happen for Dale. And uh, so, um, and and to all of you out there listening, is uh, you, you have to have. It's always a team approach. You can't do it all by yourself. So, with that said, thanks again, guys, for coming on the show, Theo and Ricky. And uh, like I said, we look forward to hopefully catching up with you guys next week. All right, no problem. Hey, thank you. Thank you. No problem. Thanks again. Well, Brad, another great show. Some great guests. And um, I tell you, man, it, the, the show keeps getting better and better. Yes, Make sir. sure you tune in each and every week because you never know who's going to be on. So that's what's good. So uh, with that, Brad, why don't we take a quick pause for the cause and kind of uh, get into the uh, next part of the show. All right. All right, here we go. Hi, I'm Evelyn Champagne King. I'm here at the LC and Jack radio show. Hey, yo, what up? This is Keith Murray. I'm chilling with my boy LC and Jack on the LC and Jack radio show, Death Squad LOD. Check out my new single, Laws of Polarity. Peace. I'm here so I won't get fined. 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 I'm just here so I won't get fined. Yo, this is Fred, the Hammer, Williamson. Check out the LC and Jack show. If you got nothing else to do during the day or at night, make your life a lot more exciting. Check it out, LC and Jack Show. All right, all right, all right. All right. With that all said, right. I, I guess he's here on the show, Brad. So he won't get fined. So we thank you uh, <laughs> for joining the show. So you won't get fined. Yes, sir. We <laughs> so won't get fined. Oh, well, Sean Lynch, yo. Uh, we didn't even get into the game, Brad, but I oh, tell you, man, man, I'd never see the game where someone didn't want to win the game. The coach didn't want to win the game, so he gave it away because that's oh, what he man. did. He shot himself in the foot with that one. And, and, and you know what I just realized from listening to another show? That that was the worst play since the Pesarczyk, uh play. Remember the Eagles and the Giants? Yeah, you're talking about the Giants and the Eagles. Yeah, uh, all they had to do was just sit on the ball, and they're going to try to hand it off, and Herman Edwards ran that ball in for a touchdown. 
And I forget and, and and I forgot about that because I thought that was the worst play I ever seen. But this in the Super Bowl of all that 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 trumped it. And they said that coach that uh what do you call it? The coordinator got fired the next day. Yep, they tweeted yeah, out. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I mean it was a. I was shocked. I was there. I was happy anyway because I I already have won some money earlier yeah. in the evening. You know, I won. I hit on a couple boxes, but it, you all you had to do is give the ball to your best player, which was Marshawn Lynch. That's all you had to do. But hey, these things happen. I guess the coach, you know, maybe he he, he basically outsmarted himself when he made. It should have been really easy. Yeah. Hey, and another thing, uh, you know, Mr. Jet won the five hundred dollars in the uh, predict. I, I saw that, Mr. Jet. We should yeah. have Mr. Jet call in. We have to have him call in next week. Talk about uh, what he what he spent his money on. Hundred dollars, yo. He 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 missed by one point of getting a thousand dollars because he picked uh, New England twenty seven, and he picked Seahawks twenty four. So if he would have got twenty eight, the exact score. He would have had a thousand, but five hundred dollars is good enough, man, for ten dollar uh, entry fee. <laughs> That's what's good, Mr. Jet, holding it down. And those that don't know Mr. Jet, he's a huge Jet, New York Jet fan that's been in misery for several years, and he generally joins the show. So we we have to reach out to him and see yes, how sir. he's doing now he's with a new coach and money. a new. Oh, he's counting that money right now. <laughs> yeah, he's counting that money. He ain't worrying about the Jets right now. So. Well, big up to Mr. Chet, who's out there. I'm sure he's listening. Big up to him, and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking with him real soon. Uh, A lot of things going on, Brad, before we get into the shout-outs. I tell you, at least uh, the NAACP recognized Selma for the outstanding motion picture. So uh, big up to the NAACP. Uh, for recognizing great movie and great production. And um, I want to say a big up to Taraji Henson for doing her thing. And she is being, she was recognized by the NAACP as well. And um, it's a, I tell you, just a, uh, I think a great time right now. You know, you have a lot of these uh, different award shows coming up. The Grammys, I believe, is coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check that out. I'm sure there'll be some decent performances. You never know with that. But uh, So you got the Grammys. You have the Oscars, which, of course, is getting a backlash. But I'd like to say, if they're not going to recognize some of our movies, who cares? Yeah. Who makes... You know, just because you don't win an Oscar doesn't mean that you don't have a great movie just because they don't recognize you. So mm-hmm. we don't need recognition. Great great work speaks for itself, at least. Yeah. That's my opinion. You don't need to be recognized by, quote-unquote, what the media considers the, you know, oh, if you want a Grammy or if you want a... A uh, Oscar, then hey, that you're the cream of the crop. Don't get me wrong. Hey, you win and you win. But if they don't want to recognize the great works that you're doing, who cares? Mm-hmm. It's all a, uh, it's it's the audience, it's the people that speak. 
That's what it comes down to. The people love it. They will let you know. They hate it. <laughs> you got to know that as well. But that's. I, I think we got to get back to that. You can't. Uh, you can't uh, get on them. Hey, that that's their loss. They're not recognizing yep. a great movie. Their loss. Yep. It's not our loss. Nope, not at all. Not like at all. It's like the popular vote in the election. You know, we want a popular yeah. vote, but we like the electoral vote. It's all good. We want right. all the most states. You know, same thing. So, but uh, with that said, like I said, big up to the NAACP for uh, doing their thing. Uh, also, just wanted to uh, give a big up to uh, Bobby Brown as he's hanging in there. Uh, as everyone knows, his daughter, Bobby Christina, is in, uh, I believe she's still in intensive care. Induced coma. And, yeah, and she's in a induced coma, so... Our prayers, our hearts and prayers go out to him and his family as they battle to, you know, God willing, and God reach out and touch her, bring her back to a meaningful state. Right now, she's she's just like like the bread man says, she's in the coma. So uh our prayers again go out to her and Dion Warwick. Our prayers go out to her. She slipped and fell in the mm. shower. Just mm. just released from the hospital. So big up to Dion Warwick. You know, a speedy recovery. Wish you a speedy recovery and hey, you are part of history, specifically black history as well. Music history there. So big up to you and uh hope, you know Hope to see you out and about doing those performances soon. And, um, Brett, uh, this is actually, uh, you posted this, and this is a story that touched my heart. Yes, sir. Uh, well, you know what? Let's touch about him after a uh, shout-out. So, uh, Brett, I know you got uh, probably some shout-outs. Why don't you uh, we'll circle back Here. to that? Why don't you uh, do your shout-outs and uh, circle right. back right. to that? Yeah, I got me a nice little long list of great people in my life. Want to give a happy birthday shout out to my little sister down in Maryland, Miss Anita Jones. Happy birthday, girl! Hope you're listening. <laughs> and happy birthday to one of my artists, Miss Beverly Johnson on the West Coast. Uh, Facebook friend of mine, Miss Ernestine Berry. Want to give you a happy birthday shout out, Miss Jewel Allison. Very, very pretty young lady on uh, Facebook. Want to give you a happy birthday shout out. And Miss LaShondra Vernon, want to give you a happy birthday shout-out as well. And a couple individual shout-outs to some friends of mine, Miss Zolia Medina, want to give you a shout-out. Miss Sasha Golden down in ATL. Miss Mo White, my sister Jeanette Wood, and Messina Jones, want to give you a shout-out. Miss Marisol Rios, want to give you a shout-out on the LC and Jack show. Melanie Sawyer Kitchen out in Hawaii, VP4 shipmate of mine. Want to give you a big shout-out today on the LC and Jack show. Childhood friend Michael Campbell, the WP. Want to give you a shout-out. Katrina Jackson, want to give you a shout-out. Michelle V, Melissa Smith, and Joyce Ferguson. All shout-outs here from the Breadman on the LC and Jack radio show. Yeah, that's what's good, Brad. like to... Um say rest in peace to uh, one of my Masonic brothers, Isaiah Reed. What a great man, great individual, and someone definitely of a world model. 
So uh, rest in peace to Isaiah Reed. I'd like to also say what's up to uh, some of my other Masonic brothers that are out and about. My man Big Norm, uh, Kenny, and man, there's so many of them out there. But uh, big up to and Chris and big up to all of y'all. Yeah. You know, big up to you, uh, to all my brothers from uh, George Washington Carver. That's holding it down out there. Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, Brad, so kind of, uh, this is a really great story, and it just tells you that there is great people out in yes. the world. Yes, I've seen that. I loved it, man. I loved it. Just hit great me home, story. For, so if you don't know, I mean, and this story is just heart-wrenching, and it's something that we could have talked about, deal about, but it's all good. James Robinson uh, just an individual that, hey, does what each one of us do every day. He goes to work, does his thing, and comes home. But this individual didn't have any transportation. His car uh, died, we'll say, over 10 years ago. So it's uh, he, he has a long journey to work each and every day, but this man never complained to anybody. Got to work on time each day, left, rained. No sleep, heat, just continue to do his thing, not complain to anybody, 21 miles total, round trip, now that's a long, long ways to walk, to go to work, but again, you do what you have to do to make ends meet, to get to and from work, and you never complain, but, uh, you know, recently, some people realized the challenge that he had and uh, they started to fundraise money so he could get get uh, get a vehicle and long story short they were able to raise up to $300,000 for this this man and so now he had an opportunity to to get a Ford Taurus so I tell you, man, it's just a great story. Man doesn't ask for anything, doesn't expect anything, but the community comes, helps him, and the rest is history. He just was so thankful, and I tell you, man, it's just, I tell you, Brad, it's just a story, man, that it's heart-wrenching. Yeah, big time. Yeah, I saw that story. It just hit me home, too. To where, you know, sometimes when you think nobody's watching, somebody's always watching, and they will do for you, you know? They definitely will. That's why you got to keep doing your thing. And um, as we said earlier, you know, you, you do hard work. You know, people are, you know, you give and you get. And, and uh, the community gave. So I'm sure James is going to give. He's got a vehicle to get to and from work, and that extra time now he has instead of, you know, you know, leaving probably at least an hour and a half before he starts work. Mm-hmm. Both ways. Well, actually, he left early, and then by the time he got home, it's another hour and a half added onto his his trip. Now I'm sure it's 15 mm-hmm. minutes, 10, 15 minutes. So. I'm sure now he's going to pass on some some gifts 
to some mm-hmm. other people that are in need. So, yeah. again, big up to all those individuals that uh, helped raise the money so Jim could now have and enjoy a new 2015 Ford Taurus. So that's that's a good deed of the day. Good deed yes, of sir. the week there, Brad. I tell you, man, it's mm-hmm. just a great story. And, hey, big up to the press for actually showing it. The national press. I mean, this made national press, hot, head, yeah. you know, headlines. Uh, mm-hmm. This happened up in outside Detroit. Yeah. So hard times up there too. Hard very time. hard times. Very hard times. So big up to again all those individuals that saw the need and a, a really great person that was in need and they came to help. And so all the people that donated money. So he could have a vehicle, and now I guess well, that extra money he has, he'll be able to pay for his car insurance and all that good stuff. So again, our deed, a great deed of the week, goes out to all those individuals up there in the Detroit area, and uh, you know, big up to them. That's what's good. So what you got there, Brad? Before we wrap the show. That's about it, man. You know, just um, looking forward to next weekend with NBA uh, All-Star Weekend. There's a lot of parties out there, man, and I'll be posting some. Check us out on Facebook. And, you know, the Cornbread's Wine Explosion is in full effect. People have been sending money in, getting excited. I'm going to start releasing some other people that's coming through. And, uh, yo, it's still rolling, baby. I can't wait to get in the damn beach because this cold is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> And when a well, cold gets down to your lungs, it runs through your spine. You're like, what the heck is going on here, man? <laughs> and I ain't wanting to wear a scarf. You know, that's some city people. I, I, I try to rough it out, but, man, I might have to get me a scarf, man. <laughs> it, de- it definitely is cold. It's been very cold. But, you know, it's February, so you figure we yeah. have another another couple of months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, groundhog, the groundhog bit the grandmaster's ear. <laughs> He's like, yo, get off me. <laughs> I saw that. I was dying laughing, man. That groundhog bit his ear. <laughs> he said, Don't wow. <laughs> so I guess that's another eight weeks of winter. <laughs> uh, definitely. It seems like we're going to have some more snow as we go. But, hey, it is that time of year. So before you know yeah. it, we'll be talking about, you know, the flowers blooming. Is there, the bees, the bees are, are back. Bees are- yeah, yeah, the bees are back. <laughs> and the heat will be here, so enjoy yes, it or bear it for another couple of months. Yes, sir. And now uh, we, ro- we roll along. So with that said, we thank you so much. Again, make sure you hit us up, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all the social media. You can hit us up at lcandjack at gmail.com and let us know. What's what's going on wherever you live in this world? Until next week, stay safe, stay sound. God bless. Peace.